we're back. So I'll be the judge of that with my co-host for this podcast and every podcast, Evan Ryan Lewis. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Now, in this podcast, we go over social dilemmas that we experience in our day-to-day lives. Something as stupid as when do you honk your horn at a green light to how long do you actually allow somebody to sanitize their hands before telling them to kick rocks? Right. So those are the kinds of topics we bring up on the podcast, and we don't know each other's topics in advance. That's right. We come with three, four, five, twenty, fifteen, fifty, and it takes twenty-four hours to record a podcast. It's absolutely fascinating. But we don't even know each other's topics, and we just discuss them, debate them, make jokes about them, share stories about them, and ultimately find no resolution in what we should be doing in our lives. <laughs> Let's do it. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'll Be the Judge of That is sponsored by Circle Marina Car Wash in Long Beach, California. Come experience Circle Marina's brand new and state-of-the-art express wash. It is the fastest clean in Long Beach. With their patented ceramic shield infusion and spacious self-service vacuum area, you won't find a better washing experience. Unlimited monthly wash plans start at $19.99 a month. And now, back to the show. Yeah, you're the host, but I go first? Yeah, uh, of course. Okay. All right, should I start with a weird one or, or like a more run of the uh, run Start of the with a run of the mill. We'll say the weird for like the pop at the end. Okay, here's a run of the mill one. If you're on a Zoom birthday party with like a lot of people, it's not one conversation. You're basically just watching a Zoom birthday party. Can you just turn your camera off and kind of passively participate, but like do the dishes or like play guitar on mute or something like that? And then unmute yourself and say, <laughs> and then mute yourself again. Exactly. I mean, if you have a chance to insert yourself and make it be known that you are paying attention, you take advantage of that. But, but you're saying birthdays. So this isn't like a baby shower or this is like, how many people are we talking around that? Well, do you I was story. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I do. Obviously have a story. I was on a zoom birthday party with like 55 people and I was like, I want to play the guitar right now instead of watch the zoom birthday party. <laughs> And after about, I'd say 40 minutes, I played guitar for the last 20. 55 people? More or less, yeah. Screens off. Yeah. You could actually do this thing on Zoom where you can put a video as your background thing. Uh-huh. And people, I've seen I've seen this on YouTube. Yeah, people I've seen stuff like this too. took a video of them sitting there. Right. And maybe with a smile and moving around and like pretending they're taking notes or something. Yeah. And then they're just like, you see them open up the door in the background and you're like, whoa, whoa. Like, that was well, I could only imagine for the people doing high school, if we were in high school on Zoom. Oh my God. You fake sitting there. Oh I, yeah. I think with 55 sure. people, you can easily, sh- I, why are you even dialing in? <laughs> well, I know someone who did a Zoom bris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Which is Get a, out of here. Uh, a circumcision in the Jewish community, and the camera was not placed in the in the best spot. <laughs> I thought the whole point of doing a bris in general was that the only person who could see this is the rabbi. No, it's like a big event. There's like bagels in the kitchen, and yeah, yeah, in the kitchen. No, everyone not watches. on a projection screen. Well, with, typically, with, yeah, not know, in the Zoom era, but with Joseph Schwinkter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but everyone watching a, at a typical bris. 
It's a very strange thing so to go just, to. So you're saying <laughs> if my if I was watching a bris, I feel like my reactions would be disgusting. Exactly. But the thing about a bris is that's usually in someone's kitchen or living room and like how many people really have such a bird's eye view when there's like 60 people there, you know. So you're saying this is like This a, was different because it was on to, Zoom. I went yeah. So you were like waiting counting down the days for this to happen. <laughs> Not if I go that far, but <laughs> So what's the weirdest Zoom thing you've ever been on? Is it oh, un- unquestionably, yeah. No one's been on a weirder Zoom thing than that. You know, my sister, when she was pregnant, she didn't want to find out the um, the sex of the baby. And her, co- and her girlfriends put on a, um, a baby shower on Zoom. And they played a hysterical game. Like, really funny. Uh, very uncomfortable because it was like me and my entire family mm-hmm. and like other friends. But it and was, one person with their camera off playing guitar. Right, and, and then Evan playing guitar, exactly. Um, but it was a it was a great game, and it just made me think of it. It was, they would put up like a, it was a presentation, and it was two pictures side by side. Or no, no, it was one picture, and then you would have to guess if it was porn or somebody giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. It was great, but I didn't participate, right, because my mom's on, you know, also on this call <laughs> and my sister it was just the whole thing was weird right. but it was a hysterical game right was, i don't know maybe i dialed into the wrong one right. <laughs> <laughs> i like that i asked you if we should start with a edgy one or a run-of-the-mill one and you picked run-of-the-mill and we ended up talking about <laughs> zoom bris and a porn versus uh giving birth, giving to birth. Babe. yeah so what's the answer can you turn if, off a zoom birthday I, party? I think i think there's a there's a amount of people yeah, because it stops becoming intimate at a certain point. Oh, absolutely. Six people on Zoom, you could really have one conversation. Fifty, there's no nah, way. Nah. I don't know where the limit is. It's, but a, it's a presentation of like... At that point. Oh, what a terrible birthday that is. <laughs> right? It's like, I mean, you have no excuse to miss it, right? In yeah, theory. especially in the beginning when there was a lot more Zoom birthdays. <laughs> yeah, people just stopped Everyone having, was doing Zoom birthdays. After birthdays two months, now. it's like, this sucks. <laughs> no All right? more birthdays. Yeah, no more birthdays. <laughs> COVID took birthdays. That's actually, I mean, did you do any other weird, did you do like a Zoom? I did, I did a Zoom funeral, unfortunately. Oh, that's terrible. Um, what else? Definitely a lot of birthday parties. No, and the bris. So I went to a Zoom birthday party one time and then everybody had to unmute and sing happy birthday. That's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. I'd yeah. rather you not sing. I'd rather you not show up. Yeah, there's a million things I'd rather do. And we watched him eat cake. <laughs> he's like four years old. He doesn't know if I like. He doesn't even know what I look like anymore. All right, so we're in agreement. If there's a certain number of people, you certain can turn number. Off. People, I would say eleven, ten people plus the birthday person. Okay, I was gonna go like twenties, but we're we're not too far off. Okay. All right. So let's see what I got. All right. So Same. you're on. So you're on the airplane plane is going down but you're seated seated in the exit row now you have to let everybody leave the plane before yourself you have to is help. that a rule of the exit row isn't that what they tell you i think they tell you have to be able to open the door i don't think it's going to be a place in <laughs> line getting out well then i would have i'd be booking the exit row all the time i thought i was gonna have to go <laughs> shepherd these people out uh-huh. so the speech they give to everyone in the exit row is because you're the last man standing. that's what they, i've never <laughs> that's not my interpretation of it <laughs> <laughs> I always get so nervous yeah. if I'm in the exit door. Can you open up the door? I right. mean, yeah, I'm strong enough to open up the door. Can you knock it Panic out? Panic ensues. <laughs> Can you then block the doorway for everyone else? <laughs> you go ahead. 
I have no, a great... I was always scared that like I'd have to let everybody else get off the plane, and then I'd say. So when it really came down to it, though, what's going to end up? <laughs> I'm kicking that thing down like the Kool Aid guy flying through the wall, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm gone, and I'm just and I'm gone. I'm first man out. I'm like, save yourself, sons of you know. And, I'm just out. <laughs> and then what happens is I survive and I get like arrested or something for not being the for not waiting till the end. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works, but I like the concept. So much survivor's guilt in jail. Yeah. (laughs) That's hysterical. This is a strange one. You have to follow me on this one for a second. Is there a story connected to this? Uh, No, not really. When a a child is born, the parents (laughs) tell you about the weight. That's like the number one detail you get, except for the gender. Oh, we had a boy. It's seven pounds. three. Like, you know? The first post on Instagram, we were so honored to have little Randy join our life. He's six pounds. Weight is like right there. It's completely not an inappropriate metric to give out. Right. Let's say someone has like a 14-year-old son or daughter and you're like, hey, (laughs) how much does Bill weigh now? It's like a very strange question. So the topic is when does it become inappropriate to stop asking a parent how much their child weighs? Because they're like, oh, he's had a daughter like six months ago. And then you're like, oh, how much does she weigh? It's a totally normal question. That's a really weird question. Yes. Is that the weird one? That was the weird one. That is a weird question. Mm Mm-hmm. I think... Sammy's getting pretty big now, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What is she, like 20, 25 pounds? I think after like... I I mean, when they stop telling you, right? Like my sister constantly shares i mean one you can see it in this kid's face <laughs> like the kid is just getting chubbier and chubbier and it's like adorable so she always like follows up when, when i go he looks like a fat italian rolling around a goomba if you will she always goes he's 22 pounds now mm-hmm. you know like right they want to tell you it's not a- and he already broke the six month mark so um my a- friend has a one-year-old i don't feel like it'd be weird at all if i was like how much does he weigh the reason that i i think and this is two men that don't have babies i think they share how much they weighed as like an homage to the birth to the to the the pregnancy oh interesting right like yeah i was carrying a fucking 12 pound bowling so those stats are all inflated on instagram (laughs) we just gave birth to little randy he's 14 pounds i mean I, I remember playing the guessing game and... Yeah, could you imagine doing that at like a 15-year-old's birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's hysterical. I mean, you guys do that with me. <laughs> you guys are constantly, constantly ripping on me for how little I weigh now. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends how close you are to the person. That's true, too. That's a hysterical thing to keep bringing up on every birthday. Right. I guess the older a child gets, the less you can ask, depending on how close you are with them. I mean, I, if I were you now, next person who gives birth, make it like a point of like, why, why do you keep telling me like how much they weigh? So then you can bring that up a year later and two years later and three. And then that's like your thing until, I mean, also it's, it depends if a guy or a girl, I think. You have been as a baby, you think? I think Sally at two years old already mm-hmm. has the insecurities of, of women weight issues. Uh, yeah, I think the gender may play a role. I was telling a buddy about this topic, 
And he had like a little tag along to it, which is why do the moms always tell you how old the baby is in weeks? Like in the beginning, they're like, oh, he's eight weeks. But at a certain point, it's like, why do I have to do long division when you tell me that your son's 39 (laughs) weeks old? I'm like, I don't know what that means. I have to like, come on. Oh, that's so weird. Uh Uh-huh. When does it stop becoming? Well, well, it's also like your your growth in your like your mentality, right? So you keep growing, you keep growing, you keep growing. And, And the changes between like, two weeks right. to four weeks is, is great right that's what we don't uh, appreciate is like the moms keep track of the week so much i think because they're supposed to achieve certain things or do certain things like right. he's rolling right. on his back it's like oh how many weeks is that and i'm like right. I, that's, I remember I'm when, so lost when she was my sister was saying about like he he held his head up right oh was, was he like, oh was he seven weeks i was like <laughs> wasn't he always supposed to hold his head up? like <laughs> right. i didn't know that he wasn't supposed to to have like celebrated this accomplishment with him and now I'm going around bragging about how he's holding his head up. No one else knows what I'm talking about. Right. Like, yeah, he holds his bowling ball head up for like, you know, 30 seconds. It's right. amazing. But then I ask all the time about like how far. I was like, what I always ask and people always tell me and then I always forget the answer and then have to re-ask. Like, when is he going to start talking? Right. That was milestones. I have no idea. Walking, talking. I Walking, always ask. Talking. But it gives something to talk about when you run into the mom friends. Uh, I mean, pre COVID. How much does he weigh? Yeah, is, that's, is a cla- your, that's my go to. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> that's your opener? One of them, yeah. Hey. How old? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. How tall is he? They tell you that too. They say, I think it's what, three years? You're half your adult height? Really? I could be told. <laughs> that's another one we'll have to fact check on. I, also, last podcast, we brought up uh, Joe Biden. And uh, Adam went to the University of Delaware and did not know if Joe Biden did. We looked it up. Joe Biden did graduate from the University of Delaware. Right. I knew that. <laughs> I was just messing with you. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I have so many. But. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So I go, to this, I go to these coffee shops, right? Frankly, I go to any restaurant that you got to pay first before you get food or service or anything and let's just say a coffee shop and i go in and all right i'd like a americana put my credit card in and then boom they immediately ask me for a tip now they haven't even written my name on the cup yet or my drink so i don't know if i'm gonna wait five hours for this or if i'm gonna get it in two seconds and they ask for the tip do you tip in those situations that's the topic. That's the topic. Do you tip before? The- I think you make a good point about it before the service or after the service. Because I, th- I asked someone this question years ago, and he said, I asked him if he tip in coffee shops and those type of situations, and he said, only for exceptional service. And for some reason, that stuck with me. But it's true that you haven't really received what you've gotten at that point. DoorDash is the same thing where they ask you to tip before you order. Yeah, I, so when they ask me on like Postmates if I can tip before... Or a tip at the end. Yeah. If I ever want to put like less than 10%, you have to hit other. And sometimes I feel like I can get away with it, mm-hmm. right? Because like I, it's not like this in-person transaction. Like, oh, the food was 45 minutes late. I exactly, called the restaurant. Yeah. They were like, so I go to other and I go zero. And I feel like I can get away with it because I never have to like look at them. But in person, it's, I don't know. What do you think? I, I'd say I... Don't often tip in those situations unless I feel something about it was exceptional or if I'm just in a good mood for some reason. And I do tip the delivery drivers after if it like shows up when I expect it to. 
but you have the drivers driving around in circles and I don't. And that's why I don't like uh, being asked to tip beforehand. Because you end up tipping or because you don't tip? I feel like I end up tipping. You do end up tipping. Mm-hmm. So I used to tip until one time my coffee was never made, literally never made. And I'm just standing there like on my phone, you know, cr- broken neck, just staring at my phone. Like, I, I don't know, five, ten minutes pass. I finally am like, hey, like uh, Americano. And they're like, when, what's your name? When did you, oh, we don't have your order. And I'm like, I tip $2 uh-huh, exactly. on a $4 coffee. Right, yeah. I don't tip on coffee now. Because of that. Right. Interesting. And then Fresh Corn Grill asks the tip as well. However, you pay when you pick up the food. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just awkward. Yeah, I think tip, the whole tipping world has changed now because of COVID. Because of cash. Because no more cash. I would like to do this: carry a wad of ones, uh-huh. four ones, uh-huh. right, or five ones, uh-huh. which would be considered a wad of cash right. in my pocket. Right. Pay, coffee, two seconds. Have a wonderful day, Mr. Eagle Rock. Right. And I'm yeah. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> right. And then throw a dollar in the jar on the way out. I like that idea. Right. But now burdens on me to carry that. So I'm thinking this, you should be able to have, to Venmo the place. They should have their QR codes everywhere mm-hmm. and they should just say, if you like our service, yeah. Venmo send us, us. A tip. send us a tip. I like that. It's funny, like tipping doesn't really exist much outside of America. The Europeans find it very odd, like haircuts, bars. Maybe in Europe, I don't know where you just were last week, but everybody had their hand out. For what? Tips. For, for, <laughs> for American dollars. Right, but like typically at a Mexican, in Mexico, they wouldn't leave tip like, like in this country. You get the bill and you pay, and same in Europe. Really? Yeah. It's you an know, American it's, thing. Well, then we're just getting into politics, and it's like minimum wage stuff, like how much, like all the servers, like, I mean, do you think the servers are living off tips at coffee shops? Why am I tipping at coffee shops? I don't know, because I think in restaurants that people who make tips don't have to abide by minimum wage law, right? No, no. It's, and it's, that's it's, a great yeah, question. Is coffee shop? I think the coffee shop are standard employees. They they have to. There's no way they're just raking in twenty <laughs> percent. Right. Although you end up tipping like you know as a percentage, really as high a at coffee shops. Extremely right. high percentage. Right. right. That's a good point too. So I just now make my own coffee at home and avoid social interaction <laughs> at all costs. And wait till they put the QR codes up on the wall. Right. And you get your lot of ones. What an inconvenience. Um, okay. Here's a more run-of-the-mill one. This is three? This is my third one, yeah. Do you have to have lettuce in a salad to make it a salad? I'll give you an example. <clears throat> caprese salad. I think it's caprese. Caprese. Is that a salad? Is potato salad... The salad. We know how much you love caprese salads. I love caprese salads. I don't know that they're necessarily salads. I think it's a slice of tomato and uh, a slice of I cheese. I mean, what about a fruit salad? I, that's at least quant, like quantifying that what kind of salad it is. If they call it a tomato and cheese salad, I could live with it. <laughs> Maybe that's what caprese means. I think. That, do we have to now go back on episode three and tell people what caprese means? <laughs> Yes. It means cheese. Right. It means, uh, isn't it a slice of mozzarella? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just your own fault for not knowing what caprese means. Yeah. What if they're just like, well, what we if could... caprese in Italian means with no lettuce? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sin lechuga. 
That's a good question. I, I How about macaroni salad? Right. So to answer your question, it's obviously no. You don't need lettuce. However, when you say the word salad, <laughs> I guarantee, like, I instantly think lettuce. Like, yeah. you can't be like. Yeah, I'll take the salad. You can't be like, Cole, come over tonight. I'm cooking. I'm making us this unbelievable salad. It's going to be so good. So in my head, I'm thinking like there's probably quinoa in this. There's lettuce. There's sauce. And you just have mozzarella and tomatoes. With right. Some, and you're like, it's dinner served. Right. It's not a salad. I go back. I say fruit salad is not a salad. I think potato salad is not a salad. I don't think caprese salad is a salad. I think you need lettuce so what do you think? Salad. What do you think they should say on the menu? Here's a cup of we need fruit. A, we need a new name. for capri- We need a new name for all of these things. Does it bother you that they always give the worst fruit in fruit salads? Fruit salads, I yeah, not a huge fan of fruit salads. I would be if it was strawberries and grapes and blueberries. Right, it's whatever they was left me over. With the melons right. and the cantaloupes, right. like I'm ninety years old. Right. <laughs> uh, pasta salad. Yeah, pasta salad is sounds great. It sounds like you're healthy. What I think is that the salad word started as an appetizer, right? And then as people became, as because people are asking Sally's weight when she's two years old now, people start becoming <laughs> more insecure. Mm-hmm. Salad has grown now into a meal. Now it's your dinner. Now it's your lunch. No longer an appetizer. And I think because of that like process, they now they're just making p- salads left and right. They're like, oh, this is a pasta salad. Right, this right. They just have to fruit put fruit salad. Right. And this is a, they're just throwing it in because of the trends. Right. Someone's like, we've done the research. If you put salad in the word, they'll order it more at tender greens. Right. Done. For sure. Right. How about it's macaroni like salad? Yeah. I heard this thing about like cupcakes and muffins that they're the exact same ingredients, but they're like get taxed different because one is considered a dessert and one's considered breakfast food. Mm-hmm. And you can't serve cupcakes for breakfast without getting like some weird tax, thing, like health <laughs> the, tax thing. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure on this one <laughs> but i'm like pretty confident about this and therefore they like they just call it a different name now this comes from the state same state law that made uh exit rows the last to get off the plane <laughs> i swear they tell you something like yeah so are you willing to help other people get off the off the plane <laughs> then you have to like commit this like big uh, it's a whole thing so you could change what you consider a salad I, to answer like the, the question is no, you don't need lettuce in a salad. However, if you were to go draw a salad, I'm not drawing tomatoes and mozzarella. I'm drawing a head, iceberg lettuce or something. Right. Chopped up. What if there was a big bowl of fruit and then like a bunch of chopped lettuce in there as well? Is that a salad? Are you making up own dishes now? Yeah. I like a fruit salad. With lettuce. Hold the fruit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, that's just weird. <laughs> all right, so we'll disagree on this. I'm banning all these things from ever being called salads again. So what do you what do you call a pasta salad? Pasta, pasta, yeah. Cold pasta. Cold pasta. I yeah. just you can't sell that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a caprese salad and mm. pasta salad, and there was no lettuce. Right. <laughs> Stop going to Italian restaurants. Maybe that's your problem. All right, so. Here's my third one. <clears throat> How long do you search for a movie before you finally decide on one? Oh my God. And I'll tell you a quick story. Last two weeks ago, I was searching for a movie 
and I'm so picky, which I guess is showing my answer. And I need, I'm always like, I needed the movie to match my mood. I can't just throw something on, even though, though I'm going to fall asleep in 25 minutes. I fell asleep searching for the movie. Right. Never ended up even watching it. Yeah, I, uh, I saw something on Instagram that said, like, can't decide and chill. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. You want to come over and argue? Exactly. <laughs> but sometimes you end up just, like, trying to pick for too long. Right. So what do, you, what do you typically do? I typically have something I want to watch. I don't often open up Netflix just to browse. Really? Yeah. So how often do you watch TV? Maybe Not like... much, honestly. I watch a lot of live sports. Ah. Oh. Okay. And I'll watch like a good movie if it gets recommended. I don't really binge watch TV shows. Okay, so that's, yeah. I mean, you just, so you, you have the movie in mind before you even decide to look at a screen. Oftentimes, yeah, but it's like it reminds me of channel surfing, which I actually miss. But when you get the opportunity, it's awesome, right? To kill like a half an hour by watching like ten minutes of Face Off with Nick Cage, and then like the local news for three minutes, and Wait, that always happens. When I'm saying at hotels, and Exa- yeah, when you have the opportunity, you but can't do that on Netflix. That's what, like to me, it was the same thing as like radio stations. Like I constantly, I have Bluetooth in my car, right? So I constantly am listening to Spotify, mm-hmm. but. Like, I'm not going to choose to turn on Tiny Dancer by Elton John, mm-hmm. but if I don't have... If it comes on the radio. If it comes I'm belting, right. <laughs> like, just screaming it, uh-huh. like, you know, thank you for putting this on the radio. Right. No one ever chooses to listen to that song. Right. Right. For sure. <laughs> Whenever you listen to Tiny Dancer, you're listening to a portion of it. Right. Exactly. And then it was kind of, that's what's kind of nice about it. Like, I like the channel surfing thing. You ever just watch trailers? All the time. I love trailers. Just trailers? Mm-hmm. All the time. How, how long do you watch a trailer for? I'll watch the whole trailer. I immediately turn it off if I'm interested in a movie. Immediately. Really? Second, like somewhere inside of my gut and soul, because I'll probably waste two hours doing this, turn off, turn off the trailer. Mm-hmm. Put it in my phone, watch this movie, never go back into that note never. section. <laughs> Randomly go into the note section that says that. I'm like, that's right. I got to watch Rock and Roll up. <laughs> and then I completely forget about right. it. Right. And then tomorrow you'll be like browsing Netflix for 25 minutes, not picking anything and not looking at that note. And then what, sometimes I will remember that, rewatch the beginning of the trailer and recognize that I actually have zero interest in watching this movie right now. Because <laughs> like, I need to watch a movie that uh-huh. night that is tailored to my mood. This is a, yeah, when you're in the mood to watch the movie, you might, uh, that's not, might not be when you're browsing. Right, because like I love Black Hawk Down, mm-hmm. and I can I, I can tell you I'll watch it whenever. But if you're like, yo, let's turn this podcast off. Let's turn on Black Hawk Down. Eh, I don't know. Maybe Blood Diamond. Yeah. Maybe Goodwill Hunting tonight. I don't know. But when you, what do you think of an of like Netflix or Hulu doing that, where you can have the option of just like watching five minutes of random, kind of like channel flipping? I think they would get me to watch something that I wouldn't share that i'm watching right they're like we know what he wants to watch yeah they're like cole for some reason can't get away from gilmore girls right and then i'd be really self-conscious i don't know if i want them tracking that yeah do you ever not watch something because you don't want it in your history forever well that brings me to a different topic i don't even want to i'm gonna i'll open that up on an episode three okay all right because another topic that could stem from this also about the radio is for me, like, how long does the drive have to be for me to put something on my phone? If I'm just going to run over to your house and it's two minutes away, 
I don't, I'm not gonna like like, pick podcast? something up. Yeah, I wouldn't put a podcast or a song on the radio. Uh, but the longer the drive goes, the less likely I am to listen to the radio. Oh, that's interesting. I turn on music immediately. On your own it, phone. On my own Even phone. Even if it's like a two-minute drive. Yeah, but th- you know what's funny about that is my car takes so long to connect that's, to that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not worth it. So I end up... Well, it also takes me forever back out of my driveway. <laughs> so it kind of like works in sync. But no, sometimes I, I catch myself... Well, it was just the month of December, and I usually listen to the country's radio station all the time, except for the month of December, because I don't like Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Probably the, the Grinch, I'm the only person, I don't know. So right after, right after Thanksgiving until the New Year's, they play only Christmas songs. On the, the, like, there's two country stations in Los Angeles, and one you just can't get. It's like bad reception. <laughs> so I usually do listen to the, to the radio. And that's actually, I was watching something about a country song, and it's actually, or country music, and that's how new songs are actually promoted the most now. On the radio? Still, on the radio. Not on for Spotify. For country or for any? It's a good, well, it was a country, it was about country music, so probably... I hate country music, so the less songs that get discovered in the year <laughs> is all for me. I hate the Christmas music as well, so I don't, I don't know what I'd rather have being discovered, but... <laughs> What, you want Adam Sandler belting on the I would the much pre- I'd much prefer that, yeah. So that was three. You want to keep going or you want to rip it? <clears throat> I'll take a little break. I'll Be the Judge of That is brought to you by Saltwater Peak. Saltwater Peak, we don't believe in slogans. Make sure to tune in next week, month, or year for the next episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. <laughs>